We was somebody saying woof woof recently? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I was just thinking the other day, if you had a Braun Breaker versus Brody King match. Brody like King. Battle of the Bark. At the Battle of the Bark. Yeah, he does. Hur, hur, he hur, harfs where the other uh, Braun Breaker seems to woof woof. Yeah. And Titus O'Neil does the. Hur, hur, hur. <laughs> This is more of a Doberman <laughs> security dog. <laughs> Alerting you, not just. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> God, that's where we were. Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast, episode two hundred and <laughs> um, two hundred and thirty-one. Here's the show. Cameron Osborne and Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Woof woof. Time. <laughs> it's bark off, what about baby. Bow wow. I never, I never understood the bow wow. I've never heard my life heard a dog say bow wow. Oh, like why that became? Yeah, I wonder where the first yeah. use of, like a bow wow. Yeah, this is like bow wow, bow wow. <laughs> was that a maybe it was a common dog name of a time, like or like a thing to call a dog was a bow wow? I think I don't know. I think it's just like an old school like comic strips when the dog was barking, they'd say bow wow, things like that. Yeah, it was an, um, I blame Marmaduke, like most things in life. <laughs> um, <laughs> professional wrestling podcast, not a podcast about uh, dog barks or their sounds at all, no. as it may seem, although Battle of the Barks coming up, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, it's, you can, you know how the Oscars has like the main night, but the night before they have a whole other slew of awards, often like the technical fields. Yeah, right? they they don't televise those, but you know they also put on a little thing for them or wherever. We're gonna start creating, uh, you know, the that level of categories for some of these shooties. The best bark, like that's <laughs> definitely not an A tier award. But does it deserve recognition? I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll decide at the end of the year. <laughs> we'll decide at the end of the year. We got lots of time because professional wrestling year keeps going on. Uh, as we make our way across the pond in a few weeks, Money in the Bank, Forbidden Door is in week a week and a half now. Next Sunday, our live yeah. our lives change forever. Effectively, <laughs> we uh, yeah we may be witnessing multiple five star plus matches from Dave Meltzer. And hopefully from Mike the Shoot Shepherd also. So let's get into yeah. the show. No plus on mine. No plus. That's good. Yeah, no plus. No pluses. Uh, let's get into <laughs> the show though. Uh, kicking off the show the way we always do. Crowning a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Sometimes, uh, like we've said, sometimes we go outside of the direct, you know, kind of per- the, the, the wrestlers themselves. And uh, sometimes we crown, they, they were just good tweets. I think, uh, God, there was somebody, Dustbusta255. This, this is the, uh, you know, he was, just like, he was just a Twitter handle with a good tweet. And this goes to this week's Sweet League champion, uh, iBeast. Less. iBeast. iBeastless. Um, who said, uh, had this, Black Adam flopped. The XFL lost $60 million. Ran back to Vince Diesel after stating he would never return to the Fast franchise. Young Rock canceled. The Rock just hit rock bottom. With a big Ooh. photo of The Rock getting rock bottomed by someone. Or at least slammed, at least slammed to the ground. 
yeah, you know, I, 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 I was not a watcher of Young Rock, so unfortunately, I couldn't contribute to that artist or sorry that uh, that kind of like that audience. Mike, are you are you a fan? Uh, never watched an episode. Saw a couple clips here and <laughs> never there. Never watched an episode. Neither did yeah. I. I think I saw. Kinda... I think the only clip I saw maybe Becky Lynch was in an episode for some reason. Yeah, I saw her playing Cindy Lauper. That's what it was. Kind of cool. But um, every other clip I saw made it look kind of shitty. Like he was hanging out in the locker room, and they had all these guys that were supposed to be the wrestlers, but looked looked look nothing like them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess they were like Halloween costumes. Like a mankind, a stone cold. <laughs> but were they mankind and stone cold, or were they other people's names? No, they were playing like the wrestlers from the era. But they were like, they "Hi, I am Stone Cold like Steve Austin," but it, he, yeah. he looked way off. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But so, anyways, no loss for me on that one. No loss for you. Have you uh, have you checked out Fast X yet in theaters? Fast Ten. No. It is a ride. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> it is a uh, one of the one of the possibly one of the best in the franchise, I have to say as a fan of the whole as a as a follower of it all. I'd say this is the best best <laughs> fast movie since Fast 7. Well, doesn't mean anything to me, but yeah, like I said, just you know, just gotta say, you happy. just gotta say, you know, because you know, like as 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 it was mentioned, the Rock, you know, the Rock shows up in a post-credit sequence after not being in in, in the franchise since number eight, vowing vowing he would never return. John Cena is in it, also. Okay, that's all I know is that he's in it. Then we have, but their characters, unfortunately, will will I have a feeling they won't ever meet. Why did someone die? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, to, I'll, I'll give you a hint. We couldn't see his death. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But you never know. There's always flashbacks. Oh, that's, that movie loves flashbacks. Uh, but yeah, that was it. Congratulations. I, I Beast, uh, Tweet Week champion, The Rocket and Rock Bottomed. Uh, yeah, let's see what's next for old, old Dwayne E.J. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's great. Let's move on into the show then. The weekly programming. What about this week's edition? Uh, what is this, this week's edition of SmackDown Live? Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. The Bloodline saga ever <laughs> unfolding as we march towards, uh, as we march across the pond, as it were. I think the big question on everyone's mind here, is Jey Uso falling in line to rejoin Roman well. Reigns in the Bloodline, of well. course. I've never heard the word fall in line more ever in my life <laughs> than I have in the last two and a half weeks or three weeks of SmackDown. Fall in line. It sounds so uh, gritty, you know? What, like military? Mil yeah, military. That's what it is. Yeah. They're so ranked yeah. and oh, cold words. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we start with. Solo Sokoa, Paul Heyman are in the ring. Jey Uso interrupts. The crowd's on Jay's side. They're all chanting for Uso and he says he lets a lot of things slide, but stabbing Jimmy in the back, something you don't do. 
Heyman says Jimmy, he always resented Roman because he was grooming Jay to be the next tribal chief. And uh, Paul Heyman's pulled some strings, gotten Jay a U.S. title shot tonight. So he can bring some gold back to the bloodline and continue his trajectory as the next tribal chief. But Heyman wants an answer right now from Jay. And Jay says, oh, I'll take the title shot, but I'm not going to shake your hand. So. Getting something out of it. Getting something. Getting something out of it. Getting something. I think we're going to get that match later on in the night. <sighs> yeah. But uh, we got some Money in the Bank qualifiers. Santos Escobar taking on Mustafa Ali. Uh, but the biggest pop was when LA Knight came out to do some commentary. So He's done commentary a, a few weeks now, I think, in a row. Yeah. You know, just to get him in front of the crowd, that's, that's enough. People just want to hear him and see him chant his name. Uh, anyway, his match itself was pretty good. Some cruiserweight action, some reverse Ranas. Ali hits a big tornado DDT. Goes for the 450 splash, but Escobar jumps up, hits a avalanche phantom driver off the ropes, and gets the big win. So Escobar goes to Money in the Bank. Filling out that. Gl- glad we have a guy like that. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah, every every Money in the Bank match, you need a couple of those guys to be doing the fun, flippy spots. It's your job, Bob. Come on. Come on, yeah. Escobar. We know you're not going to win the thing. But you're not winning it, but you got to do the cool thing. We're, we're banking yeah. on you to do the cool thing. We're putting all of our trust <laughs> into you. Well, Ricochet's in the match. Too. Ricochet? Oh, well, yeah. They can share the love. Spot, spot the of the year. Uh, <laughs> uh, potential. Potential, already. yeah. 6.30 off a ladder onto another ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Land on your feet. <laughs> uh, backstage, Sami Zayn approaches Jey Uso, says, some of the best times of my life were with the bloodline, but, you know, we couldn't keep it that way because Reigns is too paranoid. And just like, uh, I was just like you, Jay, being pushed against my brothers. And Anyways, I hope you win the title tonight so they can see that they need you more than you need them. And, Jimmy's your brother. You're the Usos. Listen to what's in your heart, not what's being drilled into your head. Power, powerful words from Sami Zayn, a, man, yeah, who, a man who's been through this before. Literally. Literally. Yeah. He's a good man. You know, he's looking out for his former his former brother, his former dog. My dog. <laughs> my, my dog. Yeah. So we'll see that later in the main event. But mm-hmm. we got Kayla Braxton in the ring to interview the NXT Women's Tag Champs, uh, Isla Dawn, Alba Fire. When the other tag champs, Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, interrupt, they say this division isn't big enough for both sets of titles and they want theirs. Uh, so Alba and Isla say, you're on. Let's have a title unification match. Unifying. Yeah. Huh. So... Uh, I mean, uh, I guess probably for the best. Hopefully we can... I mean, the women's tag division has always been hot and cold. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, maybe one set of titles. Hopefully they keep it uh, across all three brands so you can still get some NXT action in there. Yeah. yeah, either way, we'll we'll settle that in a week or two. Yeah, I I, w- I was really surprised. I was really surprised when they the they said unification. Also, really surprised how Ronda Rousey was like the best 
the one of the best female MMA fighters ever, right? That's like her whole shtick. Yeah. She feels so like that would be that should be really cool to see, right? Nobody yet, nobody really goes cheers. You know what I'm saying? This first time I noticed this, I think the most the the kind of nothing presence that Ronda Rousey adds. Yeah, at least this run, her first two runs, I think she was getting pretty good reaction. Oh but. yeah, of course, yeah, the fucking the like the appearance, the rumble, all that kind of stuff. It was fantastic. The yeah. main of the the mania main event too. Yeah, but uh, no, I guess yeah, a lot of time has passed since she last fought in the UFC, and she didn't really end on a good note. And Post Liv Morgan, a lot of other women have come and gone since then. Post Liv Morgan, uh. We we've been cold yeah, on Ronda. Yeah, that was pretty much when. Yeah, that's that's about the timeline there. But oh well. Anyways, uh, we got another Money in the Bank qualifier. You got Bailey taking on Meechin, and they're going back and forth until Bailey yanks Meechin by the hair, slams her into the ring post, uh, fighting dirty, which allows her to hit the rose plant, get the win. So Bailey, going to Money in the Bank. Bailey, money in the bank. Right call. That's great call. Crowd's gonna be yeah. Crowd's gonna I be mean, huge. Yeah. No offense to Meechin, but you know, there's only four horsewomen, and you're not one of them. So it's a good point. I love the uh, horsewomen. <laughs> also, AJ Styles was doing commentary, and at the end, Scarlet walks up and just. Blows some red powder. Oh yeah, it wasn't mist. It was powder. Blows powder into the <laughs> yeah, man's this... face, and then Karrion Cross, who, by the way, he's yeah, what in. What the hell's going on with that guy? Well, I was just gonna say, if he can stay on television consistently, maybe some pay per views, the man's got to be in contention for best hair. The transformation <laughs> is, uh, you know, it's it's got to be worth something. An honorable mention. Yeah, no, I think we mentioned him last shooties as well, but uh, yeah, either way, I guess AJ and Cross, that'll happen. Uh, yeah. But then we go back to the ring. Adam Pierce is here to present Asuka with the new WWE Women's Championship, as it'll be officially called. So we're finally renaming the Raw title. Uh, mm -hmm. Asuka comes out. Pierce reveres the belt, reveals the belt. Basically the same thing they did with the men's the men's title. They just uh you know, put a little gold background instead of the red behind the WWE logo, but Yeah, and the white nice. and the white strap. Yeah, still got the white strap. Uh So Oscar puts on the new belts, but then Charlotte comes out. Yes. And I said Fucking finally. I said those, those were my exact two words that came out of my mouth when I was sitting on my couch. Fucking finally. I've not seen her since Mania. It's time to get this shit back on the road. You know, like, you're kind of like, okay, let's go. When's Charlotte coming back? And of course, as soon as a new title is revealed, you know she's got to come back for 17, baby. 17, 16, yeah. whatever it is. And my two words were fuck no <laughs> so she's here didn't have time to miss you charlotte but she's out here adam pierce has had enough too he says i know your game charlotte you keep coming back jumping the line not this time you tell her adam you you know 
Not every match needs to be a title match, but Charlotte says, I don't wait in line. I made the line. She respects Asuka, but she wants that title, challenges her to a match. Oscar uh, accepts, tries to spray Charlotte with the mist, but she ducks and avoids it and hits her with a big boot. So Charlotte stands tall and we'll get that title match on SmackDown, I think, right before Money in the Bank. So not even on the pay-per-view. Oh, really? Just the night before? I think that's what they announced. I think. Well, shit. I don't know how that works if... I guess, uh, yeah, not traveling to the UK. I don't know. I don't know what will happen. <sighs> oh, yeah. Oh. You think that would be one that would be pre-taped, if anything? Yeah, I guess we'll find out yeah. next week. But Okay. Uh, we got more qualifiers for the Money in the Bank. We got Butch taking on Baron Corbin uh, with some special guests from NXT, Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams at ringside. and. Corbin distracts himself, goes up to them, talking trash, which allows Butch to counter a chokeslam attempt into a pin and gets the one, two, three. So Butch qualifies for Money in the Bank, as he should for the yep. UK. The UK crowd. the UK flavor that I think we thought earlier, just throw them all on the card somehow. Exactly. So he'll be he'll be one of the crowd favorites in that match, so that'll be fun to see. Yeah. Uh, but let's bang out another one of these qualifiers. We got Shotzi taking on EO Sky, which is a very tough one for me because I want both of the, these. Oh, the, yeah, this, yeah, this is a, a dream match <laughs> of sorts. Yeah, so anyways, what can I do? Shotzi hits her wicked suicide dive. She's got one of the best suicide dives, I think. she. It's clean. She just fucking flings herself. Like, she doesn't land on her feet and shove you like some people do. She just... Literally, it's suicide. She, she doesn't care <laughs> she, what happens. Just let him shove you. Uh, yeah. the uh, like the, Mox, so anyway. the Moxley suicide dive. Yeah, his is just kind of jump, land, shove. Uh, Shotzi and Darby, they probably got two of the best. They just fucking chuck them. Oh, you Darby. Yeah, Darby, because he'll just kind of roll onto his the, his shoulder blades. Yeah, he like flips halfway through it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's cool. Uh, Shotzi's in control, but then EO distracts the ref, which allows Bailey to interfere. Knocks Shotzi off the top rope. EO hits over the moonsault, gets the win. So EO Sky going to the UK. Yo, EO, you, eh, no, nothing there. She'll be making her <laughs> way there. Uh, a spot of the year performer in the, in the spottiest of possible matches. Like you said, like we said about, uh, uh, Escobar, Santos Escobar on the other side. Shotzi. Oh, sorry. Wow. EO. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but unlike Escobar, I think EO stands a better chance of actually winning. Good point. Uh, I'm not really sure. I mean, there's some big names in there with her, but, you know, going off of Backlash when they are in Puerto Rico, EO is one of the most over people on the night. Yeah, we'll have to see. But, uh, anyways. Let's do this main event. Austin Theory defending the U.S. title against Jay Uso. Uh, Jay super kicks Theory, falls into the ref, knocks him out. Then Jay hits the Uso splash, makes the cover, but of course no ref. So he should be the champ, but he's not. That's when Pretty Deadly show up and enter the ring. But then his brother Jimmy Uso runs out. Uh, and then Solo comes out, attacks Jimmy. He cocks back the Samoan spike, but Jay grabs his arm to stop him. 
Solo shoves Jay. Jimmy goes to super kick Solo, but he ducks and Jay gets nailed. Jimmy and Solo fight to the floor. Austin Theory runs back in, makes the cover just as the ref revives. Counts the three. Theory retains thanks to Solo. Fucking things up. Fucking it all up for everybody. Yeah. And of course, afterwards, Jimmy goes to help up his brother, but he's so pissed off, he just shrugs him off, leaves on his own. So some seeds of doubt planted there. Planted amongst the family. Uh, pretty deadly in Austin Theory, maybe forming some kind of alliance. Yeah, that could be uh, an interesting combo. Yeah, every uh, piece of shit needs two little poops. <laughs> there you go. And that's an expression I just made up. And that was the whole episode of SmackDown. I guess we're two weeks away from Money in the Bank. Two weeks, folks. Let's move on to the show in... Uh... God, I don't really know how to quite say this, but I think this week's episode of Rampage. 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 Could very well feel like the last... Mike, what do I? This, this one's going to be tough to say. You know, Rampage is a show that we've kept an eye on since the very, very beginning, but uh, nothing's ever happening on a Rampage. Collision's coming yeah. up. Collision is coming up. Yeah, I think we can uh, we can make a decision if we want to drop Rampage from our coverage, just because I feel like it's basically going to become the new Dark, because it's just going to be the third show, one hour, lesser wrestlers, nothing ever happens. Yeah, it's on at 10 p.m. You can click past it and watch it. I think that's the idea. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll decide what we want to do. But for now, Lucha Bros, Bandito, taking on Ethan Page, Lee Moriarty, and Big Bill. Big Bill! <laughs> Weird Big name. Bill. I've, uh, I've been liking Big Bill recently. He's, uh, you know, he's looking pretty good. He's in good shape. He can move. Move pretty well for a big man. He, uh, I think he just needs to ditch these losers he's hanging out with, go on his own. He doesn't need these guys. I think there's a lot of guys in AW who need to, quote, ditch those losers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Big Bill, he should be the kind of guy, you know, in contention for the TNT title going against yeah. Wardlow. And, and then Lucha. And yeah. His fellow big yeah. men. What if Rampage <laughs> becomes the show with big men? Like the the meat slappers only. It's like kind of like the meat slapping hour. <laughs> um, I mean, it's possible. You probably don't want to. We move Keith Lee, have... <laughs> Brian Cage, Brian all Cage. the slappers. Yeah, yeah. the beat, all the meat. Uh, so anyways, uh, the Lucha Bros hit their fear factor foot stomp combo onto the apron. Page jumps in, ready to hit the ego's edge, but then the Hardys come out. They tell Ethan, hey, man, remember, we own your contract, so uh, put on those armbands. So he has to pull down his his little Jeff Hardy armbands, and, uh, well, he's distracted doing this. Bandito runs in, hits the 21-plex, gets the win. Yep. Quick and dirty. Yeah. And just another... Another uh, Hardy storyline I don't care about at all. Yeah, I just don't have time. Yeah. I don't have time. And it's just nothing. There's See, just nothing to it. There's no substance. If that's what's going to be on Rampage, then I, you know, it's going to be hard to engage. 
Exactly. It's just a whole lot of nothing. Uh, just like the next match, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Caleb Crush. And he certainly gets crushed. Hobbs, big spine buster, easy win. Yeah. Nice and nice yeah. and easy. The Acclaimed and Billy Gunn take on the Spanish Announce Project, which is Angelico, Luther, and Serpentico. Just another job squad. Uh, but, um, yeah, anyways, everyone's rooting for the Acclaimed. Uh, at one point, the crowd was chanting, small ass penis at Angelico for whatever reason. Oh, really? I don't know what prompted that. Oh, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't catch there was that. A small ass penis. Anyways, the acclaimed hit their finishers, get the win, as expected. Exactly. The acclaimed are another rampage show. Like CM Punk is on collision, the acclaimed are on rampage. Yeah, pretty much every week. And Orange Cassidy is opening every dynamite with an international title match. Exactly. Like it's easy. It's like uh <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's up it's a play. We're watching a play. <laughs> yeah. Renee Young interviews Jarrett and Co. But Karen Jarrett jumps on the mic and calls out Aubrey Edwards. And Aubrey comes out with Mark Briscoe. And Aubrey actually cuts a promo. <laughs> she wants to fight Karen. But AEW will not sanction the match because she's a referee. And you sure as hell on a wrestler. But if I see you outside the show or uh, catch you interfering in your husband's matches, I'm going to kick your ass. Crowd loves it. Channing for Aubrey. Aubrey. Uh, Briscoe just says, everybody simmer down here. I had some conversations and I found out that AEW will sanction a mixed tag match. So, Jarrett Lethal Karen versus Mark Briscoe, Aubrey Edwards, and Papa Briscoe, Mark's father. Oh my God, this is messy. This is a wild this one is how, how did this even happen? Okay, so Rampage is the show of the acclaimed and random ass shit. Yeah. I'm sure Aubrey has a little bit of training under her belt. She must know what's uh, going on. I don't think they're just throwing her into a match. Yeah. So it'll be cool. I mean, she's over. She gets her Oh, name she's chanting. huge. She might be one of the most over. Probably the most over referee in wrestling. Uh, at least in AEW. I mean. But <laughs> anyways, see how that goes. Uh, but the main event, we got a fail four-way. Number one contenders match for the women's title, Britt Baker, Nyla Rose, Sky Blue, and Mercedes Martinez, who we haven't seen in a while. She was doing some Ring of Honor shit there for a bit. Yeah, I think, she, wasn't she the champion over there at one point? Yeah, and then she lost to, uh, what's Amber Moon's name again? Her new one? Uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm drawing a blank, because we don't see her either. I'm drawing a blank. Ath uh, Athena? Athena, that's it. Yeah, yeah she's the champ. There. But right. anyways, so fatal four-way uh, match was solid. Crowds rooting for Baker and Blue, the baby faces. Marina Shafir starts interfering, so Sheeta comes out, beats her up with the kendo stick. Uh, Nyla climbs the top rope. Baker shoves her off. She hits the apron, falls to the floor. Then Mercedes and Britt fight each other on the floor. So back in the ring, Sky hits Nyla with the code blue and gets the win. Huge win for Sky Blue. Big, biggest win of her career. Possibly. Yeah, I'm getting... sure she has a great record on Dark, I bet. 
Probably, but uh, yeah, she's earning a title shot against Tony Storm. So that'll be coming up on deal. Rampage. Oh, sorry, Dynamite. on Dynamite. Yeah, that'll be coming up on Dynamite. Yes. And uh, yeah, Mike, that might be it. That might be the time. That might be time we move on from Rampage. Uh, I guess probably the two biggest highlights in the Rampage history. I guess uh, the. Kenny Omega, the first Chris, two episodes. First two episodes, <laughs> I guess, right? Kenny Omega, Christian Cage, like, really? that fucking uh, kill switch onto the chair. That is such a good that was f- awesome. fucking bump. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, the CM Punk episode the very next week, August thirteenth and twentieth of twenty twenty one, will go down in history. Uh, and we'll have to see. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to see what's up. Uh, what's in store for a Collision? Yeah, hopefully. I'm sure it'll be at least start the same way Rampage Rampage did. Have a couple hot shows to try to get people enticed, but uh yeah, hopefully it doesn't slip. But what if you every like every week you're booking Punk, you're booking Andrade, you're booking Miro, book fucking I, I mean know, someone else, Jade Jade Those aren't the I mean, Punk's a big name, but I don't want to watch him, so and yeah, yeah. We'll see. Well, I guess that's how still I still haven't really. We, we got to build. We got to build stars, I guess, right? Yeah, they still haven't really said firmly that it's a brand split or anything, but it definitely seems like certain guys will appear more often on one show over the other. Yeah, uh, yeah, they could do some kind of a brand split. Yeah, but uh, we'll find out this weekend how the first episode goes. Yeah. A lot of excitement. A lot of excitement. Let's plow our way through the weekend, though. Uh, Wrestling highlights from the weekend. Cannot think of any. Ooh, I started reading Wrestling Highlight from the weekend. I started reading the uh, Killing the Business book by the Young Bucks. Oh, yeah. Is that uh, their autobiography? It's autobiographical going back and forth between Nick and Matt. Uh, it's really helped me being able to remember which one's Nick and which one's Matt and which one's older, which one's younger. <laughs> uh, yeah, the facial hair is the only way I can tell them put, putting, putting some things into context, because Nick is bigger, but he's younger, so it's a tough one. Matt's older, but he's shorter. Yeah. It's tough. It's, it's tough. the beard. That's the only way I can tell. But we're here anyway. It's, it's a great, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to read, too. Uh, they just they just met Kenny Omega. They're just they their first tour of Japan with Kenny. <laughs> yeah, the the, fr- yeah, ver- the first like the the forward to the book is like uh, we're waiting on like or like we're waiting on one of two calls. One with uh, Triple H, the CEO of the WWE, the largest wrestling promotion in the world, and the other Tony Khan, uh, owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, an avid wrestling fan. The phone rings. Dot <laughs> dot dot. It's like ooh, yeah. nice cliffhanger. <laughs> cliffhanger. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So that was my wrestling weekend highlight. Let's move on through the weekend over to the longest show ever. Or of course, we're talking Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. <laughs> Actually, so we open up actually this week with Adam Pierce welcoming Rhea Ripley to the ring to present her uh, a, a new a new belt of her own right into it. Very surprising, kind of. I thought right off the bat. Uh, well, I mean, after Friday, I think 
we had to know there was going to be some sort of there was going to do I, yeah i guess hey i guess if that one was random this one should have been random too and we end up getting a new belt to replace it which uh is the women's world championship it looks exactly yeah. like the seth rollins one but just with white instead of black strap yeah, I like. Yes, I like how they switched up the design to awesome. differentiate. So the now team. no belt has the word like Raw or SmackDown or any crap yeah. like that. It's just shit doing yeah. shit. The only thing we have left is to get a new set of tag belts, and then we're 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 done. Oh, I forgot about the tag belts. Ah, oh, it's. I never. mean, they're but they've been. We just got three new belts, so I'm sure they realized. It's next. Yeah. The unification, so. the split. God, I don't know. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, anyways, crowd likes it. Uh, they're chanting mommy. Dominic comes out to spoil the moment, gets booed as he puts the new title around her waist, puts her over, but then Cody interrupts. Says he respects Rhea, but uh, he wants to talk about last week when Dominic called him a bad father, hit him with a sucker punch. And then he challenges Dom to a match at Money in the Bank. And Rhea accepts it on his behalf. Uh, and then the Miz tries to sneak attack Cody. Dominic jumps Cody from behind, runs off. So there's a... Uh, yeah, should be a big match for Money in the Bank. And we're still playing... He still has this titanium reinforced arm. His bionic arm. Yeah, I mean, a broken arm. That'll take a couple months. Probably till at least SummerSlam before... But I guess Maybe he'll take it off mid match to reveal he's healed. Yeah, one of those. But I guess like we need him so much. I bet he's moved the needle so fucking much. It's kind of like you have a broken arm, but we need you to do this shit. You know? Yeah, and I mean it's not actually broken, so it's not like it's affecting him. It's not actually broken. We don't think. <laughs> I don't think Brock really broke his arm. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> then why the fuck are we wrestling Dominic? Because, you know, Dominic, your top heel, and Cody, your top baby, top baby face. face. Hey, yeah. this is actually a once in a... This doesn't happen too often. Top heel, top baby face. Yeah, so wow. it's going to be a big match. Mm. Uh, but anyways, yes. Nice to have the belts renamed, so we'll never again have to worry about swapping, uh, doing those exchanges. Whatever. Yeah, the awkward exchanges. And also the lineage uh, hasn't changed, so it's still the same. Like Oscar and Rhea's reign, they're just continuing. They're they're not like starting from scratch. Yes, yes. The SmackDown Women's Champ, like Becky Lynch's reign, is associated with the the WWE Women's the Women's title. Yes, I understand. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we stick around for Cody and Miz one on one match. Uh, Miz spikes Cody with a big DDT, goes for a skull-crushing finale, but Cody counters with a Cody cutter. And speaking of cut, Cody somehow gets cut on the back of his head at one point, but he's okay, powers through, hits the crossroads, gets the win. Yeah, getting the win, pulling it all off with the, with that broken arm. <laughs> Becky Lynch comes out. Big reaction. She's excited for Money in the Bank. It's the one match she still hasn't won. But then Zoe Stark interrupts, says, you've also never won against Trish or me. And Becky recognizes Zoe's talent, but says she lacks a personality. 
Uh, Zoe says Becky only became relevant off of someone breaking her face. And now she's trying to hold on to that fame. So Becky offers her a fight right here, right now. But then Chelsea Green comes out with Sonya because we've already got a scheduled match. So <laughs> Becky, Becky takes on Chelsea. Chelsea does okay. Actually gets a decent amount of moves in against the man. Goes for a roll-up, gets a two-count, but Becky transitions right into the disarmor, and Chelsea quickly taps out. Chelsea Green, the Karen gimmick, it continues backstage. Yeah, she's always got something to complain Flyers about. Flyers and shit like that. Wants to speak to the manager, Adam Pierce. <laughs> always wanting to. Have you ever speak to, Have you ever asked to speak to a manager? Um... I think once, but not not like out of anger. Just like, oh, I need to. They need to check something for me. Oh, okay, okay. So un- unrelated to service. Yeah, no, I've never been. Yeah, mad enough to do anything like that. Yeah, it sounds crazy. Anyways, uh, not us. Uh, backstage, the Judgment Day are hanging out. Finn Balor looking like he's got a lot on his mind, and Priest has a match later tonight. Says I'm going to go out there alone. Talking right to Finn. Walks past him. So a little bit of tension between those two these last week. Yikes. A little power struggle at the top, maybe. Yeah. You know, the Judgment Day yeah. dominate, but they have, they have nothing to show for it. They got no gold. They've got no... I mean, Rhea. Yeah, good point. Never mind. <laughs> but no, they could have more. We've seen they could have more. Maybe, maybe that's all I'm thinking. They could have more. Yeah. Why stop they could have there? They a tag title. And a, yeah. Anyways, uh, they're looking for gold because Damian Priest, he's got his Money in the Bank qualifier against Matt Riddle. Good little match. Uh, Riddle with the springboard floating bro to the floor. And then later he's on the apron. Priest grabs him. So he's hanging off the ropes, hits a big headlock driver. And then Riddle hits a top rope fisherman suplex for a near fall. Later, Riddle, Riddle goes for... A springboard, but Priest catches him midair, hits the razor's edge, gets the win. So Damian Priest earns his spot in Money in the Bank. A big boy who can flip and some ladders? (laughs) Yeah, give it to me. (laughs) Yeah, it's been... uh, Yeah, it's been. I mean, it's... (laughs) Looking at the list for the men's Money in the Bank... They're all six guys. Never won a world title, so it's going to be an interesting one this year. Baby, let's hope we don't. Let's hope the 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 briefcase doesn't change hands in a courtroom type situation. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. About That's that. all we can hope but. for. That's honestly all we can hope for at this point. Ricochet takes on Bronson Reed. Uh, there was a cool spot where Ricochet is like hanging hanging over top of the ropes and then Bronson like jumps and just uses his massive weight to slingshot Ricochet into the air. Unique little spot there. Uh, Well, you need one little guy and one big guy to achieve something like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Nakamura was also there on commentary. At one point, Bronson picks up Ricochet, launches him into Nakamura. Nakamura doesn't like that, so he attacks Bronson, causing causing the DQ... Ricochet's pissed off, yells at Nakamura. Bronson charges at them, uh, knocks Nakamura into Ricochet. And then Reed goes for the tsunami, but Ricochet and Nakamura work together to hit him with a double superplex. 
Why did I think something about Ricochet the other day? I forget. Um, yeah, who knows? Maybe it'll come to me. Maybe it'll come to me. <laughs> Finn Balor comes out, calls out Seth Rollins. Seth appears. Finn says he's been waiting seven years to say this. You know, seven years ago, Finn, he was a first-round draft pick. Pinned Roman Reigns on his first night on the main roster, and then three weeks later, beat Seth to become first-ever Universal Champion. What should have been the biggest moment of his career was ruined by Seth, injuring him in the match. You took my momentum, took years off my career, but now it's my turn to take it all from you at Money in the Bank. Um, and this crowd, I think the whole entire promo they were singing. Seth's the whole time. Just, I'm glad you brought that up. They, they didn't stop the whole time, and that's why Finn well, kept stopping and going. Yeah, but yeah, it's just super over, even more over than regular. Seth Rollins in this town. Like, uh, yeah, Seth we're respond. like Seth is in prime position as most over. Like we just said about Cody, it's uh, it's honestly between these two, I think, right now. Yeah, I mean, there's still the Sami Zayn, but uh, yeah, ever, he's not quite as hot since he's not feuding with the bloodline anymore. Mm -hmm. But still can't forget those first four months of the year. But, anyways, it'll be, uh, it'll be a tight race come shooty time, but. Yeah, honestly. Rollins gives his Rollins gives his response, says, you know, in the last seven years, one of us got bitter while the other got better. Cause I rolled with the punches, I adapted. The proof's right here with this belt. If you want a shot at it, you're on. But what version of Finn are you gonna be? The man who beat me with his arm dangling from his body, or the guy that's been acting like a bitch the last seven years? <sighs> Big bitch. Hmm. <laughs> The B word. So that means we're yeah. getting the match. We're agreeing to the title match. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. Who How is who's who's the crowd going to cheer for? Uh, that's a good point. The UK Finn the, Balor side, like the the, the, the hometown the hometown hero, or the or the whoa 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 chant. <laughs> Yeah, they'll probably both get cheered pretty good. Probably be pretty split. Yeah, should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I could. Yeah, I think you know, Seth. Seth has a great chance to retain, but the demon. We've never seen the demon before. In in yeah, uh, in Europe, if he brings out exactly. <laughs> we'll see if he brings out the demon. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez takes on Shayna Baszler, two former NXT Women's Champs going at it. Raquel's in control when Ronda jumps up on the apron, so Raquel grabs her. But then Shayna rolls up Raquel as Ronda holds the ropes, pushes them down for extra leverage, which allows Shayna to get the dirty win. Boo. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> I like Shayna, though. Pretty much. Because now, now Shayna has to do all the talking. Shayna has to, Shayna, Shayna's the best one, best wrestler out there sometimes. I mean, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, Chad Gable takes on Eric. And Maxine Dupree just fully on board with the Alpha Academy now. She's wearing their gear. She's doing the shush pose with them. She's WWEshop.com, Mike. Yeah. She has abandoned the male models and probably for the better. <laughs> and we even see some physicality from her. For, I think, the first time ever when 
Valhalla charges at her and she she hits her with a big arm drag on the floor. And back in the ring, Gable catches Eric in a pin, gets the three. Uh, so yeah, Maxine, we could see her in a match soon. You think so? Lee getting up to it? We're I mean, she hit a move here. Clearly, so. yeah, we're clearly investing time into this. So, uh, yeah, I think it's it's gonna it's gotta happen in the end. At some point, yeah. Wow. Uh, we cut backstage where we see Finn Balor and JD McDonough talking privately. This happened a few weeks ago as well. Of course, I think uh, I know. I think those are definitely two dudes from Ireland, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're definitely. Teasing some sort of thing going on between them. Damien Priest walks up and JD's just like, I'll catch you later and leaves. So some scheming going on, perhaps. But uh, some uh, maybe some recruiting. Yeah. Yeah. I think he could be a make a good member of the Judgment Day. But yeah, Damien warns Finn that Seth is in his head. It's causing issues for the group. You need to finish the job at Money in the Bank. Yeah, he really has to. I mean, you could say the same to Priest. You got to win that briefcase. Some pressure on him too. Yeah, I yeah, Damien. I mean, I think there's a lot of. Uh, I think almost all of these guys in this Money in the Bank match uh, have the potential of pulling off something crazy. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. But let's go to the main event: Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens defending their tag titles against Gunther and Ludwig Kaiser. And once again, the crowd is super hot for Sammy and Owens, and we just get a nice hard-fought match. Sammy hits a top-rope sunset bomb. Owens hits a swanton bomb, but Gunther kicks out. And then later, Gunther hits Sammy with an explosive lariat, just flipping him all the way inside out. Makes the cover, but Sammy kicks out. Uh, then Imperium hit the Imperial Bomb. Make the pin, but Owens breaks it up just in time. And that's when Riddle storms out. Gunther goes at him, so Kaiser's left all alone in the ring. Sammy hits the blue thunder bomb, and my God, he gets the three count. I've I don't think I have ever seen that maneuver <laughs> get the pin. I couldn't believe it. You know, every time he hits it, every time he acts like he's going to win, it never happens, but <laughs> God damn. When he does the hand up. He does like, yeah, one like yes, 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 I got him. <laughs> I got him. I got him. One, two. Ah. But it happened. So, hey, I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's like a goalie scoring an empty net air, you know, every once in a while. <laughs> every, every once five, in a while. It happens. And when it does, <laughs> it's glorious. <laughs> yeah. So, that was great. Love to see it. Uh, Sammy Owens retained the titles. Yes. And that was the end of Raw. That was the end of Raw. With no, uh, with no, I think, is there an explicit plan for Gunther to have some action at uh, Money in the Bank? Uh, I would imagine they would have to get that. Yeah, we got to get, get him on the card started. somehow. Yeah, still got two weeks, so uh, there's time. I'm trying to think, who would be a good opponent for their Gunther? <sighs> Maybe uh, the return of Drew McIntyre? Ooh, that would be big. That'd be big. That would be real big. That'd be real big. Yeah. That'd be that's five we'll stars. That's five stars written all over it. 
I would not be surprised. Or what if what if it's like a thing where the rest of Imperium was like, there will be an open challenge, and then like on mo- the day of Money in the Bank, like nobody's like still nobody answers, and then it's it's just Seamus again. <laughs> like Seamus <laughs> comes out, everyone's just yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we'd all be fine with that. That'd be but, funny. Uh, yeah, one on one with Drew would probably be more because we haven't seen it, but. I don't know what the status is with Drew. Uh, I know he's had some injuries the last year. He's also got contract negotiations going on. So mm. who knows? Yeah, that could be a big match. Uh, if it happens, and that was the end of Raw, like you said, two weeks before, money in the bank, and I think it's time that we take a break. Yeah, let's do that. Take a break, come back with all the action of our NXT and Dynamite, so stick around. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Back here with the second half of the show, folks. Thanks for sticking it out through the break. Are we? Are we going to? Are you? Are you gonna get get a demo for Fight Forever AEW's uh, game release? Um, I don't know. There's been rumors. There's that it could been come to game. Game Pass on the Xbox. Yeah. So I'll wait and see if it's there because then it's free. Then it's free. Full games. Yeah. Either way, I'm not going to buy it at full price when it comes out. I'm, I'll just wait for a sale. Wait for a sale or something. You know, but I got to say, Mike, it took WWE probably, what, 55 years before between, like, it's the inception and then <laughs> they made a video game and AEW pulled it off in, like, four. So, or, <laughs> you know, four. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. Exactly. Yeah, I want to try to play a demo. It looks kind of fun, and you know, it's it's kind of you know current, and it's uh, we can get Eddie Kingston. Maybe there's a gas tank that we can <laughs> I mean, bring down to the ring. It's not quite as current. It's like a year and a half behind with the roster. Oh, you think so? There's a lot of guy. I know so. Okay, I've just seen like the photos or whatever, or the gameplay. Oh, they're not in it at all, eh? FTR, Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm, like half your champions. But there'll be DLC, they said, is coming. Exactly, yeah. Getting the game out is the hard part. Replicating each person, that seems to be the easy part, you know? (laughs) Anyways. Either way, there'll be like 50 plus guys when you start, so no shortage. Oh, so, so a third of the current roster. Something like that. <laughs> only only fifty people. And Anyways, some former Cody Rhodes is in the game. Oh really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and yeah, Owen Hart. A couple oh. guys that. <laughs> so, anyways. Interesting. Anyhow, anyhoodle, we'll uh, we'll see you uh, there uh, on in game world. But let's move over to some more important things over here on NXT. NXT. But, um, what does it mean? But, um, I don't know, but, but it's but, good but, wrestling. But, so NXT. But, um, watch and see. But, um, gotta tap out a count out but, um, one, two, three. Um, so where? Uh, What's the after after a messy final sequence in which Joe Gacy? Wait, where am I going with this? I don't know. You just jumping right into the match. I guess I, guess. I was jumping right into the match. I should have. I should have. Yeah, I should have at least started. It's the six man tag: Wesley Tyler, Bateman, Mustafa Ali taking on all of Schism. Yeah, 
so um yeah i guess as you were saying uh, the ref gets knocked out at one point uh and then schism hit this like toss-up powerbomb double team the ref goes to make the count but then another ref jumps in stops him mid count and says you didn't see the tag well you were knocked down which we never see when is there ever a second when has there ever been a second ref to that that yeah. like that like because then they're both making the call at the same time is that how that works like refs don't see tags all the time yeah if you don't see it it didn't happen but then this other ref's like no no it happened i was there <laughs> i was so. there let's call this match together and then they hooked each other to their own belts and then officiated in tandem <laughs> for the rest of the night yeah, so amidst all this confusion, Mustafa Ali hits a tornado DDT onto the floor. Tyler Bate hits the Tyler Driver 97, gets the pin for his team. Babyface has got the win as Mustafa Ali continues his little tour of uh, the, the CWC. Uh, yeah, exactly. A few weeks in a row now. Among other guys. Yeah, among other guys. Uh, Braun Breaker comes out, lots of booze. He's uh, he's fully grown his beard out now to represent the heel turn. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like what Romans did. Right, uh, the all the, the good, the all thing. the good heels grew out some facial hair. Uh, yeah, Seth Rollins has a big out. beard. Um, CM Punk when he looks slightly disheveled. Uh, <laughs> <always looks> disheveled. <laughs> but you know he has degrees of disheveled. For a man that's never done any drugs, he certainly <laughs> looks like shit. Looks like a washed up meth head. But <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Mike. <laughs> so anyways, Braun Breaker's here. He talks about how he took out Dragunov last week and now he wants a piece of Seth Rollins. Dragunov comes out, but he gets held back by officials and then Rollins appears on the screen. Says he's impressed by Breaker as a fellow former NXT champion and it'd be fun. To go back where it all started, so he accepts his challenge. And next week, Seth Rollins defends his world title against Braun here in NXT. Here at NXT Gold Rush. Yeah, a two-week event. A two-week event, like Fighter Fest, but Multiple gold. titles. Yeah. Um, but off the top of my head, I believe this is the first time a main roster world title has ever been defended on NXT. Well, even uh, can you even think? Was there has is there a specific moment in mind where a mid card title was uh, was defended? Um, I know the women's tag titles once before yeah. before they had the NXT. That's about that could be the only one, but I don't know. Like, I, can't picture, obscure, I can't picture. I can't pick. Yeah, I can't picture the Intercontinental Championship coming down. Yeah, so certainly a big deal. Big, big moment. Big match. The, yes. Yeah. Uh, Cora J takes on Thea Hale. Crowds into both of them. Uh, Cora pulls out the kendo stick, but the ref takes it away. And while he's busy putting it away, Dana Brooke shows up, shoves Cora from behind into the steel steps. <gasps> Thea follows up with a flatliner into a Kimura lock. And Cora J taps out. So Thea getting the big submission win. The submission win. After, I think yeah, this her. The second week of being prominently featured here uh, yeah, as a member of Chase getting, U. She'll be getting her title shot at Gold Rush against Tiffany. And, you know, those uh, those 
wrestling training she's been doing with Charlie Dempsey, Drew Gulak, is showing, you know, she was never doing Kimura Locks before this, so it's paying off. It really is. It really is. And she's such a young performer. Yeah, I think she's like just out of high school. She's like 18, 19, something crazy like that. In the, uh, I, I had shared with you the Sami Zayn, Andrew Santino interview uh, or podcast or whatever. And in that, yeah. uh, Sammy, yeah, one of the things that he that he really focused on is he, he like he's like a uh, it makes him feel old when he says you know back in my day dudes wrestled on independence and some were good at various other things and they eventually you know you work you grind uh, and then you hope to get a tryout or, and then you get a tryout then you get a in your jobber and then you know kind of like that progression of that paying your dues thing if you will but now. Yeah. Hunters just going to fucking universities and plucking super athletes out and being like, <laughs> yeah, here's something that you can try. And uh, Thea, Thea Hale's like one of those examples, I think. I think super athlete, hey, you're 18 years old. Have you ever thought of fucking doing this? And it's a very, very different way of coming into the, coming into the business. But uh, who knows? It could become the norm. Yeah. At least but here on the, uh, NXT, also... it, at least here on NXT, that's what it feels like it is. Yeah, and at least Thea, she's got the other half as well. She's got the the charisma, the spunk, the stuff you can't teach as easily. <sighs> Some would say she's got it all. <laughs> yeah, bright future, very young. She's got the world in front of her. Yeah. Let's do one of these Heritage Cup matches. Um... So it's supposed to be, I mean, it's Noam Dar's cup, uh, but he's injured. So Aura Mensa will be defending on his behalf against Nathan Frazier. You know, all the stupid rules, the six three-minute rounds, best yeah. two out of three. We don't, blah, we, don't, blah, we don't have to get into it. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> Frazier uh, rolls him up, gets the first fall. Next round, Dar and all his goons distract the ref, which allows Mensa to hit... Big running heel kick in the corner. Gets the pin. We're tied at one. Then in round four, the goons interfere again until Valentina Perez, Ulisa Leon run out to stop them. Back in the ring, Fraser hits a Phoenix Splash. Gets the pinfall win. Fraser wins the Heritage Cup without having to beat the man who held the it. The actual champion, man. I'm sure, uh, no, I'm sure the champion will come back and say, like, hey, this is supposed to be mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still don't really care much about this cup. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird also because I, you know, when I think of a cup, I think of maybe like a once a a year type of tournament or something. Uh, yeah, but but this was this around. was just on. Yeah, not something to lug around. It's like oh fuck, I'm the, I'm the I'm the I'm the Memorial Cup champ. Sorry, <laughs> Heritage Cup. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, so whatever. Uh, then we got a handicap match. Daba Kato taking on Axiom and Scripps. So of course, the old size versus agility. Scripps and Axiom doing some cool double team moves. Uh, a bunch of moonsaults. Finally, the golden ratio from Axiom, and that gets the pinfall. Him and Scripps with the win. Yeah, I feel like anytime you get a two-on-one match, the one always beats the two, like in a Braun Strowman-style squash. But they uh, they turn they turn the they flip the script on this one. The scripts. 
<laughs> but at the off. same time, it's like, okay, you won, but it was two on one. So it's like, what? yeah, exactly. It's like, what's the really point? Great. You know, yeah. <laughs> It would be uh, like it would be like just like a flat out like uh, man versus woman match. Guy <laughs> fucking gets the win. It's like great, you beat a girl. <laughs> yeah. But after the match, we get some more visitors: Umberto Carrillo, Angel Garza. They attack. I pretty much forgot they existed, but yeah, and I they and they came back. Look, they so. came back looking a little suave. Yeah, I mean they're decent in the ring. Um, they were doing nothing with them on the main roster. I don't think they got drafted, so this is their right. Free agents, they can go back and forth as they please. Oh, congratulations on not getting drafted. <laughs> yeah. Idris Anofe takes on Malik Blade. Friends and partners going at it. But they still, they 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 did their entrance together, so no hard feelings here. Yeah, uh, you got to give them that. But, uh Yeah. They climb to the top rope, and Nofe hits a superplex, makes the cover, but Blade shifts his weight on top, gets the three, so Blade wins. I guess out of this group, Malik Blade's probably the... Yeah, who the, who the fuck knows? Yeah, I don't know. They're Both of them are kind of yeah, there's a bo- low there's a, on the totem pole. Yeah, there's a lot of below-the-mid-card action on NXT, which just kind of all kind of muffles together. Yeah. They're definitely in that category, but let's go to some women's action. Roxanne Perez taking on Tatum Paxley. Paxley hits a nice double underhook suplex off the ropes. Roxy fights back, hits a very botched version of the Pop Rocks. It looked like she spiked her own head onto the mat. But, oh, um, Jesus. There's some, yeah, there's some rust. Like- there's some ring rust. I'm not blaming her at all for this one because, okay. uh, I mean, she gets the win, but it looked like it was all Paxley's fault because, you know, she's supposed to jump backwards and flip, but she just kind of like hung onto the ropes and didn't move. Oh, so. yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Roxanne went forward. She didn't. So it was weird. But Roxanne wins. She's holding her head after the match. Ref checks on her. So hopefully she's fine. She stuck around to quite a quick promo on Blair Davenport. Yeah, where the camera zoomed in close to Roxanne Perez's face. I don't know if you caught yeah, that. Hopefully, it was like it was like it was like oddly close uh, when she was cutting the promo. As in, like her entire face was the frame. It was uh, yeah, just a little I too much. Uh, well, they don't have fucking what, what's that guy's name? The guy who like runs the show, Kevin Dunn. Yeah, they don't have a who. Who's the Kevin Dunn of NXT? I wonder. Um. Yeah, one of Shawn Michaels' buddies. Albert. Prince Albert. Or I was going to say, is it Mike Bloom? Mike Bloom, that is Albert. Okay, same guy. Yeah, that makes sense. Bloom, you got (laughs) to figure out your fucking angles, bro. Got to figure out your fucking angles. Uh, Let's go to the main event. Baron Corbin taking on Ilya Dragunov for the number one contendership. Uh, Dragunov's got his ribs all taped up. From the attack from Breaker last week, so that gives Corbin an easy target. Just a hard-hitting match from both guys. You know, Dragonov, he's gonna chop the shit out of you, and uh, you know he doesn't fight like a guy of his size. Hell, he can go toe to toe with anybody. Yeah. So. No. Well, we we've seen him go toe to toe with Gunther at his largest. Yeah. 
the doughy Gunther. Yeah, which was still, but, uh, which is still five star Gunther. Every version of Gunther oh, yeah. is five star Gunther. I mean, he's the same wrestler, he's just you know, a little more trim. But uh, yeah, Dragonov is able to hit a German suplex on the big Corbin, but Corbin just keeps going after those ribs. Uh, he even hits a a John Cena attitude adjustment at one point. Yeah, it was like full fall. out. It was full out, and he yeah. and he kind of looked like uh, he was shirtless, which also j- looked like John Cena. Yeah, and he's wrestling in shorts now. It's a very new look for him. Yeah, uh, sure, do it. I'm fine. I mean, yeah, sure. If you're comfortable <laughs> with it. I guess he gets us, you know, all those leg tattoos we've never gotten to see before. He gets to show them off now. Exactly. What's the point of a tattoo if no one can see it? <laughs> Uh, Dragonov fights back, hits a big top rope senton, and then he powers up Corbin for a big stalling vertical suplex. Crowd chance, this is awesome. Dragon Dragonov sets up for the torpedo Moscow, but then Breaker runs in, gets hit with the torpedo instead, which allows Corbin to hit the end of days, gets the cheap win, and uh, Corbin earning himself an NXT title shot. The end of days is still the most, the least kicked. It's got to be still be one of the least kicked out of uh, maneuvers out there. Yeah, only one time ever, which puts it on par with the one winged angel, really. Who was it? Uh, Kota Bushi kicked out of it once. No, no, no. Who kicked out of the? Uh, oh, kicked out of <laughs> the end of the, days. The uh, end of days. It was uh, Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania last year. Oh yeah, oh yeah! I t- I totally remember that now. God, that was a big yeah. pop, eh? Yeah, the one and only. Um, so how do you uh, make yeah, that Corbin. deal? How do you make that deal with the wrestling world? Like, like, and Pac has the black arrow. Like, how do you make that deal of like, hey, <laughs> no one's allowed to kick out of like? I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I guess it depends on who you are and how much power you have. And no, because I would say like stage. Pac, Kenny Omega, Baron Corbin. <laughs> what do these three guys have in common? <laughs> Nobody kicks out of their out of their shit. Like, and there's very few people on that list. Yeah, I remember Razor Ramon used to say, if he wasn't gonna win the match, he didn't even want to hit his finishing move just to keep it protected yes exactly like kenny omega doesn't hit 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 the one winged angel in matches he doesn't win even against hangman page or if he does there's or if he does there's like that ref bump uh guys down interference you know and then so the crowd's chanting in the background but it's not official or exactly exactly uh so congratulations baron corbin um on whatever the heck you did, whatever deal you made with the devil. So let's move on to the very next night. Of course, we're talking about Deb, AEW Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. And we are starting off uh, with what I thought would have been the main event, but it ended up being the hot match to kick off the show. This World Championship Eliminator match. MJF taking on Adam Cole, I guess. So if Adam Cole wins, he gets the he gets a championship opportunity. Correct. Yeah. They've they've done these before. They don't use the word number contender or number one contender. They always just call it a title eliminator match. So Sure. Uh yeah. Thirty minute time limit. Big matchup. Main event level match to kick off the show. 
I mean, even just MJF fighting on MTV is a rare occurrence these days. So. <laughs> Did you say fighting on MTV? You said MJF fighting on MTV. Fighting on TV. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. You may, We have to check the tapes for that one. <laughs> but yeah, you, you are right. This is what MJF's third match since winning the championship. It's like some 250 days ago or something. Something like that. Uh, so, crowd's real fired up. MGF goes out into the crowd. Fans are heckling him. He reaches in and smacks the hat off this guy's head. He like Almost smacked. He like pushed him the glasses too. I was, Whoa! Yeah. I mean, if, I thought, if, if your you glasses know. don't break, it's an awesome. It's the best thing of your life. <laughs> yeah, even he was t- he was surprised. He was like, "Holy shit, did that like, just happen?" Like MJF just slapped my the glasses off my face, made me look like a little bitch. <laughs> I thought Max, you know, after that drink in the kid's face at Revolution, that well, he would well, this was avoid, an adult. Uh, this was like an adult person. I know? mean, there's bitches out there who have sued people for less. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, you are yeah. you are definitely right. You are definitely right. Yeah, I mean, I would have been I would have been like, cool. That's a moment. Okay, but if MJF broke your, if MJF broke your glasses, I know you don't wear glasses, but just kind of put yourself in the <laughs> yeah in the world. Well, I'd be like, all right, Tony Khan, let's 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 arrange some deals. Here. <laughs> okay, let's Tony, it's a some fi- front row tickets. Eight hundred or no, no, you need new glasses if he breaks them. <laughs> well, also I'll need front row tickets and a flight and hotel to a pay per view, and we'll call it even. <laughs> I want to sit beside the guy with the green shirt. Yeah, he'll he'll be fine. <laughs> He's got Saudi money. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we continue. Maxwell continues to be vulgar in the ring. He's working over Cole's arm. He grabs it, starts pretending to masturbate with the arm. Yeah, it was you. He did that a couple times. Man. He did a couple penis. He was he was swiveling his hips. He was, uh, yeah, he's just in complete control early on. He hits a nice pump handle driver, does the Shawn Michaels pose, his idol, many people's idols. Uh, he even follows up, goes for the sweet chin music, but Cole counters with a super kick. Real good looking super kick. Max goes down and blood dripping out of his mouth. Yeah, got him on got him on the but lips. I uh, I hate to spoil it, but this was uh this was not real blood here. I saw I rewound it. You can see the referee kind of like takes something out of his pocket, gives it to Max, he pops it in his mouth right before taking the kick. Oh, really? So uh, I think this was like the Arn Anderson, the blood packet. He just bit down. Okay. Because That's too yeah. bad. But, you know, that's fine. It's safe. It's cool. Yeah, it's I guess that's good. a good point. Yeah. Max isn't going to bleed on TV. No. I mean, he could, but not on purpose. Not on purpose. <laughs> so anyways, Adam Cole's on a roll, targeting MJF's head. They fight on onto the apron. MGF hits a leaping tombstone pile driver onto the edge of the ring. Great spot there. Uh, a bit later, he hits the heat seeker, but Cole kicks out. So the crowd's going wild. Uh, Max puts him on the timekeeper's table. Hits the huge Shawn Michaels top rope elbow drop onto Cole through the table. So he's down. Uh, MJF's back in the ring. Ref starts counting out Cole, but he gets back in just at the count of nine. And, uh, yeah. Then he suplexes MJF onto the apron. Uh, rolls him up. MJF shoves Cole off. He collides with the ref, knocks him out. So MJF goes and grabs the title. Sees the ref starting to stand up, so he throws the belt at Cole. Falls down, trying to bait the DQ, but the ref... 
falls back down. He still needs to recover. So <laughs> crowd chance. Now that I don't think I can. I don't think I've seen in a long time. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Crowd chance. You fucked up. Cole nails MJF in the head with the belt, and then he hits the boom, makes the cover. The ref slowly calls o- crawls over, counts the pin, but Max just kicks out at two. Big near fall there. <clears throat> so Cole grabs MJF, who grabs onto the ref so he can't see him kicking Cole in the balls. And while the ref goes down to check on Cole, Max slips on the diamond ring, charges at Cole, but referee Bryce Rensberg knows him all too well. He grabs his arm, stops him right in his tracks, uh, which allows Cole to super kick MJF as the ref takes away the diamond ring. Then Cole hits the Panama Sunrise, and another boom rolls MJF over to make the cover. One, two, and then ding, ding, ding. The time limit oh. has been reached. Now, Mike. Now, Mike, <laughs> did you go back away. and did you go back and watch this on the stopwatch? Are we absolutely a hundred percent sure that this went to thirty minutes? I uh, sources tell me this was about twenty nine minutes fifty four seconds. So. So close pr- enough. So pretty damn close, eh? Did yeah, a- did close uh, did uh, did AC Dirt tell you? Who told you this? Uh, I, I will not reveal. Oh at shit! This time. A- AC Dirt coming back. <laughs> Big, he's he's, but, he's been uh, coming back. Yeah. So uh, we have a draw. Time limit has been reached. Cole grabs a mic, says five more minutes. MJF says nope. Walks away. No, he says it way more dramatically. He says five <laughs> more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted that overtime. MJF does not. So that's how we end it with a draw. But what a fantastic match to give away on TV. This was Once awesome. Again, MJF. Yes. Yeah. MJF Once- can't miss. He truly cannot. And, you know, and we've said this before, right? Like, we just want MJF, to, you know, we don't. MJF does not wrestle very often. When he does, it's awesome. We know it's awesome. Just give us a couple more MJF matches. Just give us <laughs> yeah. one a month or something. You know, don't give us once every three months. Give us one a month. <laughs> Is that too much yeah, to one ask? One a month. That's a good quota. No. Twelve a times amount. a year, and you're probably paying him a hundred grand. You're probably paying the man twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, you're probably paying the man fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a night. Just to shoot, yeah. Or you know, I guess for the year. I guess he's on TV uh, all the time. He's but. on TV. He's uh, but yeah, wrestling. That's it's a wrestling show. So either way, awesome match. Hopefully, I mean, we can all assume that we'll get a proper title match between these two. Yeah, down not at Forbidden d- Door, but yeah, down the line. I don't think there's uh, cl- yet a clear uh, choice for MJF. You know, next. Uh, to, but hey, we'll see. <clears throat> yeah, he's got to have something for All In. They want a big match for that show. Yeah, the All In, the All In card. I wonder what it'll be. Yeah, we get a hype video for CM Punk's return this Saturday on Collision. I got a lot of, of things to say. He, he says something <laughs> yeah, like that. A lot of things to get off his chest. Uh, who knows? Who knows if he'll actually address any of the the drama? He might just make some small allusions. Do you think he he'll but probably I kick doubt. off he'll probably kick off the show? Yeah, start with a promo, end with a match. That's probably how they'll sandwich things. Um, 
But I don't think he'll directly say anything about backstage fight with the elite or anything like that. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I think he'll make some veiled references without actually saying it. Cool. I'm excited. We'll see. Either way, I'm excited for it. But after that, uh, Sammy Guevara is in the ring with Tony Schiavone. Renee Young. Actually. Renee Young. Yep. Sorry, you're right. And he uh, yeah. coming out looking tanned in a good shirt <laughs> and talking about his baby daughter, which can only mean one thing. The Sami Zayn face train is going chugga chugga choo choo. He tells us <laughs> about how his, uh, his life changed when he saw the ultrasound. Da da da. Yeah, da da. Yeah, we we get arm. it. Hold my daughter in one arm, the world title in the exactly. other. Exactly. Yeah, and I'm like world title. He's either guy. Calm down. Yeah. Uh, which is which is when Darby Allen comes in and uh, convinces him to be his own man. You got to be your yeah. own man. Just congratulate him on the baby. Though. Congratulate like, him. Congrats on the baby. Dar Darby Allen's not a monster. Uh, <laughs> no, he just uh, yeah. So he says that, but then he's like, "Are you always gonna walk around in Jericho's shadow?" And that's when Jericho comes out wearing these sparkly high heel shoes. And pink, if I recall. Yeah. Like these weren't just like cowboy boots. These were actual like high heels. Oh, like pink also purple. Taller. It was wild. Yeah. Uh, but he wants to know, hey, Sammy, why didn't you ask me for help to win the world title? You know, the whole three months leading up to that match, you never once asked. You could have been standing here as the champ. And Sammy says, yeah, well, how come you never called me? Maybe if you did, you wouldn't have lost to Adam Cole twice. So, Sammy really standing up here to Chris. Yep. Uh, like he never has. I've really seen this. Yeah, Jericho demands an apology. Sammy says he's not apologizing for shit. So Jericho says, maybe we need to reunite the sex gods for a tag match so you can remember who your boss really is. And That's when Sting comes out. Sting and Jericho have a little baseball bat standoff, so I guess we'll get that tag match. Man, that was fun when they were clinking the bats together. Clink, clink, clink. And then <laughs> yeah. Chris Jericho's like, cool. Chris Jericho's genuinely scared, and Sting just keeps fucking clink, clink. Yeah, Sting's got like 20 years of bad experience on him. Yeah. Compared to like the three that Jericho has. So. He's bad. Come on. <laughs> Uh, we get a video of IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Sonata issuing an open challenge for his title at Forbidden Door, which would later be answered by Jungle Boy. So we're going to get Sonata versus Jungle Boy at Forbidden Door. We're going to get to sing the uh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, Tarzan Boy, as I've learned that song is called. Tarzan Boy. We're going we're gonna to get to sing the song and see the championship on full display. Yeah, that weird-looking title that I wish they never redesigned. Yeah, they, they never redesigned. It's too bad. Yeah. Either way, uh, yeah, that's a fun. Another another name to add to the checklist, Sonata, of wrestlers you won't see very often over here. Well, exactly. Then we get a big eight-man tag match. Keith Lee, Darby Allin, Sting, Orange Cassidy taking on the Mogul Embassy uh, right off the bat. We were talking about it earlier. The suicide dives. Darby just comes flying out. Nearly lands on his head. <laughs> you don't give a fuck. Uh, also, Brian Cage wearing some old school Sting face paint. He looked pretty good. Sting. I thought he looked. Yeah, per- I, I thought, thought, thought cool. he looked pretty good. He was also wearing uh, tights. Usually, he go he elects for the the, the classic kind of trunks. 
I thought he, yeah, I thought no, he, he looked, really gr- I thought he looked great in this, uh, in this outfit. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, match itself, you know, eight guys in the ring, a lot of moving parts, everyone having their moments. Uh, the Mogul Embassy hit a nice four-way spot, a triple power bomb with a swerve stomp on top. But eventually, it comes down to Sting and Cage. Cage picks up Sting for an F5, but Orange Cassidy runs in. Uh, he's supposed to hit an orange punch, but he just completely misses. But Cage still sells it, and Sting hits the Scorpion Death Drop, gets the win. Yeah, it's a it, it is it, it's still a feat. It's still special to see Sting in the ring. Uh, like he alluded to, though, not many, not many more, not much longer. Yeah, he's been talking about it too. Uh, I mean, that could be uh, all in the biggest crowd in AEW. Why not have the big retirement match there? <laughs> a big, re- yeah, go out his way. That's what we want. Yeah. Let's go to the TNT title on the line. Wardlow defends against Jake Hager. Hager attacks during the entrance to start with the advantage, but Wardlow just tosses Hager over the ropes. He slams his head on the steps. They duke it out for a while. 2.0 come out to interfere, but Arn Anderson holds them back as his son, Brock Anderson, comes out. So uh, the two of them take out 2.0. Back in the ring, Wardlow hits a swanton bomb and then a couple of power bombs to get the win, retain his title. And then afterwards, Christian and Luchasaurus appear on the screen to challenge Wardlow for collision. And then they reveal that they've beaten up Arn and he's all cut open. Yeah, because last week didn't they beat up Brock? <laughs> now they're beating up Arn. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're just, just going after the whole the fucking Andersons. family. Yeah, mom is next. <laughs> watch out, call Oli over. Yeah, let's watch out, uh, Miss Anderson. <laughs> Mama Anderson, you're next. Uh, well, yeah. So that'll be one of these collision matches. It actually seems like a pretty. There's a lot of big matches coming up on on that card. Surprisingly. Yeah, I mean, like Rampage, I'm sure the first week or two will be big, and we'll see if they can keep things going from there. But either way, Saturday night, Chicago, that's the one arena that they've actually sold a good amount of tickets. So, Yeah, I'm so surprised. I guess everything else in... Yeah, the Toronto tickets are still way too expensive for the amount of them that's sold. It's... I know. Tony Khan should just be like, okay, 40 bucks a ticket. And then I'm sure instantly. Yeah, even like the the sh- the least expensive tickets still in the hundreds. Yeah, so that's why I'm not even thinking about it right now. It's just why pay that much for a dead crowd, empty show? I don't know. Yeah, why would you pay that much? Well, would you pay that much to boo CM Punk? I mean, he might be at Forbidden Door anyway. So yeah, good point. But do a deal, fifty dollar ticket plus a free download code for Fight Forever on your platform <laughs> of choice. That was sell some tickets. Oh, that'll sell People tickets. probably buy the ticket and not even go just to get the game for I'll cheaper. put meat in seats. <laughs> uh, we get another video of Hiroshi Tanahashi challenging MJF for the AEW world title at Forbidden Door. MJF says no thanks, but they later announce that that will indeed happen. So, yeah, there we go. We get to see MJF Tanahashi. MJF Tanahashi, which I think is a match that we had maybe suggested earlier on, or maybe it was MJF and Naito. Maybe those were two of the cards. Yeah, I mean, once 
Once Okada got tangled up with Brian, you figured it would have to be one of those <laughs> other guys. Tangled up. <laughs> Which we're all grateful for. Yes. Uh, yeah. Then we got one other small tease for Forbidden Door. Nothing official, but Orange Cassidy and Zack Sabre Jr. had uh, some interaction backstage, which that could be a lot of fun. Which could lead to something. I think he is uh, he's a champion over with New Japan Strong. Yeah, that TV title that looks like a TV belt. That like kind of literally like looks like, like a TV. TV. <laughs> yeah. It's like rectangular. But yeah, we'll find out. We definitely... Orange Cassidy, you know, that international title has to be on that card. Oh, oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, honestly, honestly, I thought this was would have been a great opportunity to uh move the move the belt over to Jay White personally. Uh, you know, with yeah, his tan, I mean, you know, I think I think he would be a great next champion if uh if they were <coughs> looking. I mean, nothing Nothing's official yet, so well. Of course, and I'm not complaining, but Orange Cassidy is champion either. I'm just saying I, I thought no, it, no, I thought it was a good not. opportunity to, uh, you know, change things yeah. up. I, I I like Jay White. Yeah, Jay White. Yeah, he's still kind of looking, you know, his debut. He's a good wrestler, but he has. We need something for him to sink his teeth into here. <sighs> yeah, real him. sink his teeth into. I like the way you say that. Because Juice Robinson, he's not, you know, <laughs> he's not, not, not yet, know. not yet. Not yet. Uh, let's get that AEW women's title match. Tony Storm taking on Sky Blue. And Sky Blue quickly becoming uh, a crowd favorite underdog here. Yeah. She's, uh, yeah, she's hardworking. Her mom was sitting at ringside. So Tony Ma- walks Mama up. Mama Blue. Mama Blue. Tony walks up, sprays her in the face with the green paint. Uh,. And then at one point, Ruby smacks Sky with a cardboard cutout or something. I don't know if you caught that. It was weird. I don't think I did. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but it was like a cardboard cutout of someone. And I'm like, that wouldn't hurt. Oh, okay. Anyways, uh, later Ruby distracts the ref. Tony brings in the spray can. But then Sky Blue pulls out her own. She's got blue spray paint. Sprays Tony in the face. Super kicks her, which causes Tony to just launch this green can right into the crowd. And a fan catches it perfectly like a home run ball. Just <laughs> right in his glove. Like a home run. It was run. the perfect arc. It was great. Uh, I wonder if security came up to him to take it away. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, anyway, Sky Blue follows up with the code blue. She can win the title here, but Ruby distracts the ref from making the count. So Sky super kicks Ruby off the apron, but then turns around into the Storm Zero. Tony makes the pin, but Blue kicks out at two. Huge kick out there. Tony can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Uh, but she doesn't hesitate. She just locks Sky into the Cloverleaf submission. Sky Blue's trapped. Nowhere to go. Taps out. Tony wins, retains. But great showing for Sky Blue. You can tell she's uh, going to be one of the future future babyface stars of this division. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully now with some action between two different belts. You know, if Chris Statlander can get on some programming. Uh, who knows? She could, be yeah. a, she could be a collision staple. Yeah. No, she's definitely one of the homegrown stars. Her and Willow Nightingale, kind of the next crop of talent I see taking. Yeah, Nightingale. Taking yeah. the next steps in. Yeah. Nice to see. 
always need. You know, this women's division is always looking for more talent. So, yeah, always is. But let's do the main event, six man. I guess a trios match they call it here in AEW. So you got the Blackpool Combat Club taking on Hangman Page and the Young Bucks. Uh, fully together now as a team, the Bucks come out wearing cowboy outfits to match their. Well, well they buddy they Hangman. come out to half. Uh, ca- they carry. They come out to carry on my wayward son too. This seems to be the, uh, like the elites song the yeah. elites song hangman he's hangman's part of the elite now so yeah, which which as song. i've learned kansas was uh nick and matt jackson's father's favorite band so uh they they, <laughs> they listen to a lot of uh kansas in their in their life read the book mike read the book i think i only really know two kansas songs and i and i know one so it doesn't matter <laughs> well I'm sure maybe I guess you don't know that Dust in the Wind is also by Kansas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So that's uh, the intro. Uh, sorry. No. Yeah. That, so yeah. We get a nice, that fun main event, fast-paced. Uh, yeah, nice spot where the Bucks, they got Yuta hanging off the apron. Holding on to him, Hangman hits a running shooting star press off the apron. And then we just got a bunch of other big flips, dives from the Bucks. Uh, back in the ring, Moxley hits the King Kong Lariat. Big pile driver for a near fall. And then Moxley and Claudio hit the uh, Doomsday of Device. And then the Elite go on a super kick party. Hit the BTE trigger to Yuta, followed by the Buckshot Lariat. And that's enough to finish off any man. Uh, Page gets the pinfall and the win for the elite. This match was uh, really a, a lot of excitement. Brian Danielson on commentary, of course. Uh, yeah. This, this, uh, um, you know, this was a lot of. I'm fun. glad that Brian's not fighting, so the no risk of injury until that Okada match on Forbidden Door. Exactly. Even after Anarchy the Arena, I was like, okay, y'all, yeah, we'll give no you that until. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, afterwards, the combat club, they're sore losers. They attack until we get the return of Eddie Kingston. We haven't seen in a while. And did you see he's uh, running down the uh, he's running down the ramp. He like motions for the camera guy to move out of the way. <laughs> like move, yeah, funny. move. <laughs> so, yeah, he starts brawling. Uh, he's. Fighting with Claudio, his Ring of Honor rival, but then him and Moxley square off. They don't hit each other, just kind of stare down. We know their complicated friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the Bucks jumps in. They attack Moxley. Eddie pulls them off. Him and Moxley argue some more. Takeshita runs out, nails Eddie, and then finally Kenny Omega runs out to join his brothers. They beat up the Combat Club. But then Will Ospreay appears, super kicks Kenny, hits him with a Stormbreaker. So Will Ospreay stands tall to end the show. The crowd was in, th- this crowd got treated in the last, in, in this main event and onward. It was just pop out, it was three pops in a row as dudes continued <laughs> yeah, to show up. Some big run-ins. Yeah, it was so uh, much fun and the crowd <laughs> was just, everyone increasingly was, yeah, yeah, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fun way to end the show, that's for sure. 
Yeah, it really was. It was a great way. I can't believe that we're going to be seeing those two in the flesh very soon. I can only imagine Okada's going to show up on next week's production of Dynamite uh, to really nail that one home. Cannot wait. And that was the entirety of the show. And uh, that's that was that was the whole week with Collision coming up in just a couple days. The whole the just like Black Adam said, the hierarchy of the DC universe is about to change. The hierarchy of the w, of the professional wrestling world is about to change. Not in that Collision is going to be the best thing ever. Just that it will now rank within the weekly shows. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, that was a long-winded way to say collision is this weekend. That is all the time we have. I think we have time for one more thing, and that is, of course, to give you a wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week. I am going to give my wrestler of the week to the winner of that, uh, the opening match here on Dynamite, MJF. It was a great match uh, on television. Well, there was no winner. Oh, sorry. I guess, yeah, not winner. The man who did not lose the title, I guess. <laughs> it wasn't for the title either. Good point. Uh, well, I, yeah, I guess well, I'm going to I I, I go MJF. Uh, you know, he walked, <laughs> you know, he walked away the victor. Either way, and uh, it was a great it was a great showing by both performers. But I'll I'll give it to I'll give it to the champ. Yeah, awesome match, the clear match of the week, that's for sure. Uh, I'll give it to the other guy, Adam Cole. Wow, just because I mean MJF, he's already, you know, he's been doing this, and this is this is the first. I mean, Adam Cole's only had a couple matches, but this is his first real standout one since coming back. Yeah, so, this, yeah, de de definitely the biggest. Yeah, feels like the biggest one for sure. Mm -hmm. And that was the entirety of the show and all the time that we have. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. Rate, review, like, subscribe. Shows everywhere. We'll be back next week. Next week will be the last show before the big Forbidden Door show. Only four matches are booked on that card already, which uh, mean we probably have eight more to be booked in a week. It's going to uh -huh. be great. Yeah, uh, I really cannot wait, and it's all going to be good. Yeah, one thing they haven't, I mean, Tony Khan announced it, but we don't know yet. They, he said we're going to get some Owen Hart tournament matches starting there, so that'll be a couple to fill out. That'll be fun. From there. That'll be fun. Yeah. And that yeah. is, and that Martha is. Martha Hart will come out, get a pop from the Canadian crown. Huge pop. Yeah. But yes, that is it. Yeah. That's all the time we have. Thanks for listening. And uh, Mike, you take care of yourself. Yeah. We'll see you next time for the big go home show. Choo.